On this episode of the iFilmmaker podcast, we're talking about raw firmware upgrades and some new gear. Welcome back to the iFilmmaker podcast. My name is Ariel Martinez. And if it seems like we haven't been here for a while, it's because we have not. You'll notice that Mr. Cervatelli is not with us on this episode. We have both just been going bananas uh, at work, and that is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, it's always a good problem to have to have too much work. Uh, so, well, at least to have a lot of work. So anyways, I'm doing this episode solo, but it's okay because I am going to talk about gear, some new releases that were announced and and so on. Uh, and man, I'm excited about these. It just, you know, I, I've also picked up some new gear and I want to talk about that a little bit now, but I'm going to save that until I can go ahead and use it and actually discuss it with uh, Mr. Cervatelli when he comes back on our next episode. Uh, but just to give you, I guess, a quick announcement, I know it's been a while since we've been on the podcast and that is, like I said, we've both been very, very busy up to the point where it's really hard to find uh, the same times to, to broadcast anymore. So it's getting kind of difficult for us. So we're trying to, 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 you know, get a handle on that kind of stuff. Uh, I do have a trip coming up. I'll be gone for about two weeks and I'll be traveling and I have not really figured out how I'm going to be able to, uh, to do these episodes, but for now we're, we're, we're I'm going to try, I'm going to try to record ahead of time, but we'll see how that goes again. This podcast we don't make money off of it it's done on the fly and we're really we, you know we enjoy doing it because we enjoy answering your questions and and providing information as we learn it from gear tech to how we handle clients to to how we do our jobs basically and um and so on so bear with us where we will be getting a handle on things hopefully very soon uh but for now we're going to keep it to one episode uh a week and uh hopefully you know we'll, again like i said i'll be gone for uh, a couple weeks uh pretty soon and uh but you know I'll, I'll try to keep you guys updated as i go if you're not following me on instagram it's at arielmartinez.tv i do a, i'm very active on there you can go ahead and follow me send me a message say hello uh i would love to hear from you guys give me feedback on the podcast what do you guys think what do you guys like uh, what can we change? What would you like to hear more about? What we, what would you like to hear less about? And so on. I love hearing your guys' feedback. And for the most part, I usually respond back and, and, uh, and I like to interact with you guys on social media. So go ahead and give me a follow. It's Ariel Martinez dot TV. Uh, the website also is Ariel Martinez TV as well. So it's the same thing. Um, you can also reach us at ifilmmakerpodcast.com. All that stuff. It's hosted right on the same website. So today, I wanted to talk about these new releases that have been coming out, um, and I'm going to, let's go ahead and start with the Panasonic Evo 1 firmware. I'm pretty excited about this stuff. Uh, I haven't I haven't made the full-on decision to, to go with Panasonic and the Evo 1 as delicious as this stuff looks or sounds on paper. I got to say, I've lately been looking at some new footage, and I think I mentioned this on a previous episode. I've been very impressed with what I've been seeing lately on the uh, 
off out of the Panasonic Evo One camera. It's been some really nice stuff. The colors are really nice. The uh, the the dynamic range, uh, the depth, all that good stuff. It, I've been very impressed. Been very impressed. Um, I wasn't. It did. I I wasn't buying it when I saw the original uh, first initial video when they launched. I wasn't crazy about it, but now lately I've been looking at some really nice stuff. So let's go ahead and talk about the new firmware upgrades and what you get with that. So I'm here on the Cinema 5D website and according to Panasonic, so this new, we're going to be able to record, uh, what we're going to get is all I codecs and raw output. Um, and what we get with that is, you know, the all intro codecs, 422, 10 bits and 4K. What we're going to get is 4K UHD, 4K and UHD. There's a difference uh, up to 30P at 400 megabits per second. So I want to go ahead and compare this to my my current camera, my F, Sony FS5. So the Sony FS5, and this is all internal, by the way. Um, I'm assuming this is internal. Um yeah, I'm assuming this part here that I'm talking about is internal. So, uh, we we have the the Sony FS5 internal shoots f uh, in HD, not even 4K. In regular HD 1080p, it does a 422 10-bit, and it only goes up to 50 megabits per second. This camera is doing 4K UHD at 400 megabits per second. The the FS5 does 4K at up to 100 megabits per second. So it is definitely giving us more information in the Panasonic Evo 1. So also in uh, the, the Panasonic also does 2K, H, 2K or HD at up to 60 frames per second in 200 megabits per second. Try to follow us here. Uh, the uh, We can also do 2K HD up to 30 frames at 100 megabits per second. Um... That, you know, it's cool. It's really nice. It's 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 just not enough uh, to, to make me make that jump. Now, what I'm mostly interested in is the raw output, right? So it's great that I can shoot internal, and I can still do that on my camera on the FS5 and still get some great um, jobs done. But I don't think I'm I'm interested in investing more in internal recording rather than what I can get raw out of the camera. So, so the raw output, I, I, you know, out of the FS5, I'm sorry, out of the Panasonic Evo One, what we're going to be getting is 5.7K raw at up to 30 frames per second. That's 5.7K raw. That is quite nice. I would love to see what that looks like. I uh, can't wait to see it. I'm sure we're going to see it very soon on YouTube. Uh, I'm sure people people are going to be posting those uh, comparison videos. And hopefully I can grab some of the, the raw footage from them to compare it myself. Now, if you want to shoot 4K, though, it's going to have a it's going to have a crop. It's going to have a crop uh, if you want to shoot 4K and it can go. You can shoot 4K at up to 60 frames per second. This is raw, by the way. So 4K raw at up to 60 frames per second. And I believe there's a crop that you also to shoot 2K raw. Uh, it's also going to be cropped. You can go up to 240 frames per second. So you can lower the resolution to 4K or 2K 
So 4K 60 frames, 2K 240 frames per second, all raw. So that's very interesting to know. So it's good to know that stuff. Um, so these two features are all eye recording and raw output are, are, um, it, it, it looks really nice. It, it sounds, let me put it that way. It sounds really nice. Uh, so now they also have these new broadcast codecs, um, that they're introducing as well into the camera. Um, and I mean, I didn't read too much into that, uh, because I don't do too much broadcast shooting, uh, but I'm sure that that's. You know, it's probably equivalent to how nice what I'm reading is. Um, and they also have some in within the firmware. So this is uh, the 2.0 firmware. Uh, it also enables support for uh, some popular Sigma art lenses. Hello, Sigma art. Uh, but unfortunately, they have a specific list here of Sigma art lenses. And unfortunately, I don't see my lenses on there. The Sigma art series which is quite, it's a bummer and surprising as well because the ones that I have are pretty popular, especially the 18, uh, the, the 18 to 35 f1.8. Uh, but the specific Sigma art lenses, lenses that they're talking about here are lenses like the 12 to 24 f4, uh, the 24 to 70 f2.8, the 14 prime f1.8, 30 prime f1.4, 85 and 135 primes, f1.4 and f1.8 uh i did not see not one of my sigma art lenses so unfortunately it's not there i'm sure i hope it comes out as well but obviously it's irrelevant if i don't get this camera which i'm still on the fence about one of the biggest things that i'm trying to see about this camera with with regards to the raw output i want to see the file sizes because my fs5 is capable of raw out and i can obviously record raw out if I wanted to, but the file sizes are just ridiculously big. It's almost unmanageable. Uh, it would be like an entire terabyte for like 40 minutes of footage. That is just way too much more, way more than what I'm willing to, to work with for any given project. And I, I don't know. I just don't feel like that would be beneficial for any project. So I, that's why pretty much I'm always sticking to ProRes. And then, you know, you have your different flavors of ProRes. You have your 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 H, ProRes HQ. I think there's an HQX or something like that, which is much higher. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I, I think that's a thing. So there's your ProRes HQ, your regular ProRes, your ProRes LT, and your ProRes proxy in that order proxy being the lowest of the ProRes family so you have those flavors that you can play with if you still have that 422 10 bit but just less information uh oh and i guess the biggest good news for this firmware update for the panasonic evo one is that the firmware is free it's the f the 2.0 firmware for the evo one is absolutely free to download uh and it'll be available by the end of this month. Uh, I'm sorry, by the end of March. By the end of March. So it'll be available by the end of March, uh, apparently. And looking forward to seeing what that looks like, really. So good job, Panasonic. Uh, something to look forward to. Another, something else I want to talk about. So Tilta has announced some new cages for the C200, the Evil One, the FS5. Hello, 
and the Ursa Mini Pro. So they, I wouldn't call these full-on cages, but there are definitely cage kits or something like that where you have a shoulder, a shoulder mount, a shoulder rest for your camera, and extension arms with some rods. Uh, you have a battery plate for an, um, a V-Lock battery. Pretty nice stuff. Pretty nice stuff. Very interesting. Uh, they all look very, very similar in terms of location and placement of these plates. Uh, and that's what it really looks like. They, they just look like plates that you're attaching to your camera. They're not exactly cages. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's interesting, I guess. They, they, they look nice. I don't think I would ever need something like that because I usually never put uh, my camera on um, on my shoulder. I'm just too tall for that. I'm 6'3". So. But it's interesting. So for those of you that have those cameras and you're interested in using uh, uh, using it and putting it up on your shoulder with an extension arm, etc., you should look into that. Tilta, they have some, they're having some new cages. And now I want to get to, I guess, a semi-frustrating announcement from Sony. Sony just announced their A7, their new A7 Mark III camera. Not A7S, A7 Mark III. If I'm not mistaken, I believe the A7 Mark II came out after the A7S Mark II. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong here, but <laughs> why is the A7 Mark III coming out before the A7S Mark III? Did Sony just give up on, on the A7S II? Like, everyone is waiting with anticipation. So, it's a full-frame camera, as it, it's always been. This is, a, a, I believe it's catered for photography, but it does have 4K video uh, at up to 30 frames per second at hundred megabits per second. I'm mostly focusing on video aspects since I, I do do video work. Um, so it, so the, the sensor actually does a 6k, a full 6k readout, you know, it shoots in 6k and delivers a 4k image, just like the a6300 does, just like the a6500 does. And the result is usually a very, very sharp image and i love that image from the a6300 from the a6500 i want to assume that this is going to be the same case it shoots 1080p at up to 120 frames per second and it's 100 megabits per second so pretty much like uh actually no that's the 1080p there that's actually it shoots more megabits per second than uh the fs5 uh, it has, a, I guess, an advanced autofocus system. Um, so there's that. Silent autofocus operation, but that usually depends on the lens that you use, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it is weather sealed. It is weather sealed. Then it is touchscreen. Uh, dual SD card slots, USB 3.1 connectivity. Um, and, uh, and I guess it has a... For Europeans, if you're European, if you get in Europe, uh, you have a free five-year free five-year extended warranty. So if you guys are listening to to this podcast from over there, congratulations. Uh, so there you go, the A7, the Sony A7 Mark III released. Um, 
still waiting on the a7s mark three come on guys ah man it's just so frustrating I, I i don't get it i do not get it why they have not why sony has not what are they i want to hope i want to hope that it's because they want to give it the 10 bit that i've been talking about the 10 bit internal um in 4k 422 and heck make it go up to 300 megabits per second recording come on now um so i don't know i don't know if i should get more excited or less should i just switch because here's the thing if i go panasonic i'm going all panasonic i, I would not want to have a panasonic evil one and still shooting on a sony mirrorless camera um i would probably also pick up a gh5 to pair it up with uh and so that's i mean that's where i'm at i like I, I i like to have similar cameras so that i can match them easier in post uh, but I, I'm just not ready to make that move yet. Anyways, uh, I hope all this was stuff was exciting. We're going to go ahead and leave this episode at that. What do you guys think? Let me know uh, in the comments. You can go over to ifilmmakerpodcast.com. Click on this podcast. Look at the show notes. Let me know what you think. Leave a comment on there. Uh, we're also on Facebook. We're on Instagram. You can email us, uh, ifilmmakerpodcast.gmail.com. Let me know. My personal Instagram is arielmartinez.tv. I'm very active on there. You can reach me there as well. Um, and uh, let me know what you guys think of any of this stuff that I mentioned. Did I get everything right? I am not perfect. Let me know. Correct me. I'm not. I am. I have no shame in that. Uh, but those are just my own thoughts. I'm excited about some new gear that I have. It's actually a good thing that we're not talking about it today because I actually got it today. So I haven't really gotten to use it. But I'm very excited to talk about it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get Mr. Cervatelli on here, and we're gonna discuss it uh, in depth. I guess my own thoughts of just playing with it. I've been playing with it today. I'm still like very happy about it. Uh, just in time for, before my trip to Colombia, where I'm going to be there for 10 days, just shooting running gun style. So anyways, you would know what I have actually, if, if you're following me on Instagram. So check that out. All right, guys. So I'm going to go ahead and leave this podcast, this episode as is. My name's Ariel Martinez. Thank you guys for listening to the iFilmmaker podcast. See ya. See ya.